it's alive, I'm revived. It's five, it arrived. Kiss the sky, did the time. Please advise it, it's advised to be advised. And we advise you not fuck with me and mine. And keep in mind that we don't mind losing our mind. Free your mind, read your mind, read your mind. Body take a week to find the cops. Gonna be like, never mind what's on your mind. Put the pistol to your mind and blow your mind. Control your mind, mind freak, no sober mind. I'm so behind, but front line. You cross the line, then you better know your lines. And if you getting out of line, I hang you with a clothing line. Bring you like an open line. Uh-huh. We are back, Hip Hop Review Podcast. I am your host, Will Gill, and you are tuned into the Hip Hop Review Podcast. Hello, world. Hello, world. Hello, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. If, uh, if you rock with the podcast, drop a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. But back to the business we have this week. Uh, Lil Wayne, Carter Five. I know the album's been out for a while. Um, you know, I usually give myself a good amount of time to sit with an album, enjoy the album. I don't want to just rush into every review just because I want to, you know, drop my my episode week of like everybody else. So, you know, if you will, uh, sorry for the wait. <laughs> but Carter Five, Lil Wayne, I'm excited. This is uh, hands down one of my favorite rappers of all time. In high school, I damn near was down to throw hands to anybody that told me that this guy wasn't the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. That's the reason why, if if you've been following the pod for a long time, the most artist that I've reviewed on this podcast has been Lil Wayne. We've done the droughts, uh, not the droughts, we did the dedication series with Nico Fashow. So if you haven't checked that, make sure you get back and check that. Those episodes are dope. Uh, with the homie, Vontae the Pro, we did a, a review for, I believe, the Carter 1, the Carter 2, and the Carter 3. So if you haven't checked those out yet, make sure to peep them. Uh, and I'm talking to somebody, so those episodes are <laughs> going to be a little bit different than this one, which I'm by myself. But uh, with all that out the way, if you guys don't know who this guy Lil Wayne is, let's hit him with a little background check. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who I think I am. The guy, Lil Wayne, coming out of New Orleans. Lil Wayne was discovered at the age of nine by Birdman and was signed to Cash Money Records. Wayne's been around since 1991, so we've seen a lot of different versions of Lil Wayne. He started off as the young electric spitter from the Hot Boys. He coined the phrase, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Pinky ring worth about 50, bling, bling. He then grew into, I would say, the self-appointed, but yet widely agreed, the best rapper alive throughout the early stages of the Carter series. Shh. The fireman is coming. I'm the fireman, fire for fireman. I got that fire, I'm hollering. I got that fire coming through. And you can spark it up and I'ma put you out. You can spark it up and I'ma put you out. Ain't nobody fucking with me, man. He man, ski man, spending next week's cash. He fast. And I don't even need a G-Pass. I'm past that. I'm passing them out now. And you can't have that. Hit my chain, two can't say. Yeah, man. And uh, pretty much from that track, 
on Wayne had put his flag down saying I'm the best rapper alive. Even on the Carter 2, there's a legit song called Best Rapper Alive. So um, that point was made clear. Uh, Wayne then just extremely changed the game by just upping the volume of verses and mixtapes he was putting out into the world. This stage to me of Wayne is the feed me rappers or feed me beats Wayne. He was dropping crazy amount of mixtapes, flipping everybody's beat. One of my personal favorites was when Lil Wayne raps over uh, a beat from Jay-Z, but that beat itself is supposed to signify Jay-Z's return to rap, and Wayne just jumps on it, murders it, and rides on it, and that kind of signifies that era of Wayne to me. This is a public service announcement. Little Wayne Weezy F Baby is the best rapper alive. Hit me. Ha. Good morning, New York. Good afternoon, New Orleans. Alright, uh, we're gonna skip over to the rapping because there's some early talking on this one, but the rapping, we're gonna dive into that real quick. Oh my god, he was just straight gassing on that one And um, that's on the Drought 3, just in case you guys don't know where to find that With mixtapes like the Drought 3, the Dedication Wayne pretty much relaunched the era of the mixtape Rapping over full beats he pretty much launched the era of the digital mixtape, though. Like, he almost single-handedly did that. In high school, Lil Wayne is the sole reason I found datpiff.com looking for those exclusive tracks, the new Wayne verses, and I found that all on datpiff.com. And then, boom, next thing you know, the mixtape re- re-emergence through that Piff was pretty, pretty ill to watch happen. And off his success post-Carter Three, Wayne, he signs Tyga, Drake, Nicki, through his Young Money Cash Money record label, uh, Under Cash Money. And Wayne is pretty much on top of the world. He's already the biggest rapper alive. And then he goes and signs two of the biggest rappers alive, Drake and Nicki. And their run was ridiculous. That success to me gave us the worst rapping Wayne we've seen. To me, it's the cartoon version of Wayne. It's... um skateboard Wayne he's screaming young moolah baby over all these beats easily my least favorite so I'm not even gonna play a record from that one but Wayne bounced back man I gotta say uh this Carter 5 I didn't have a lot of hopes for it just because I kind of fell off of Wayne once he made that transition to a, a skateboarder pretty much but this Carter 5 to me is the last turn in little Wayne's career where now I kind of see him and hear him as a OG Wayne. I started this shit. Y'all borrowed this shit. 
And with that being said, let's hop into my highlight record. Bow down and kneel to greatness. I hate time to bow down to the greatness. Uh, if y'all call my last bar, y'all might have figured it out that my highlight record is track number three, Dedicate. On this record, man, we get OG Wayne flexing his OG status. Let's dive in and listen to some of that rapping. Got it, new boo, new subject, new paper, new class, new school, new buddies, new haters, new ass, new boobs, much later, too soon, too bad, too cool, too hot, too lit, too high, too move, too eyes, too view, but too blind, too bloom, who lied to you, two middle fingers that's up high, too so like already like the flow is just bringing me in and then when you really catching what he's saying like tattoos nobu like you always hear about nobus now, uh, the tattoo thing is crazy, uh, growing up I listen to so much fucking Tupac and to this day I want to get a fucking um, a stomach tattooed like thug life. I just can't figure out something that's appropriate and correct for me to put across my stomach at, at the moment. So, you know, it might I might not ever get that tattoo. But for Wayne, I would say the tattoo thing, especially with the face, like there's a lot of rappers out here with face tattoos now. And that's directly because of Wayne. But on top of that, just the style of the uh, tattoos on the face, like the eyelids, the fear of God, like the eyelids to eyebrow to eyelid. I see so many rappers with that now. And it's like, it's kind of crazy um, because I remember rappers just having a whole bunch of uh, Thug Life-esque stomach tattoos. And now they have their face tattoos like Wayne. So that's just how influential this guy is. Not to mention the Codeine the way people put out their music like Wayne really fathered a lot of these rappers that are out now Wayne probably has the most sons in the game but uh outside that context I just love the record the piano front and center of the instrumental the backbone of the record pushing everything together and I love the chopped and screwed hook from uh 2 Chains. let's listen into that They borrowed this shit. I thought of this shit. They thought it was it. I'm dogging this shit. They barking. Yeah, man. Like I said, Wayne on this record sounds like the OG. He deserves to be. We're going to rock out for a little longer and then we're going to flip over to the general side of this podcast. I'm bargaining then. Apartments and shit. I could park in this shit. In the foreign car that I could talk to and shit. With a cultural bitch, I can talk to and shit. About the culture and shit. How I altered this shit. Tattoo and soul. Who got it? No boo. Tattoo and soul. Who got it? No all right with that being said let's hop into the general side of this podcast special cloth alert <laughs> big bezel alert <laughs> pinky ring it's special cloth look at the fabric somewhere <laughs> look man this this album carter five definitely got a lot of special cloth to it it's a long ass album i'm not gonna front um a couple things before we dive in i'm just gonna uh there's no general direction for this general side of this podcast i'm just gonna kind of run through like type records that i like some of the features that i like just we just gonna kick it play some records not, nothing too serious if he asked me what kind of like hip-hop i get excited for what kind of beats i really fuck with it's always the soulful beats so that's what we're gonna start what you hear playing in the back is demon uh to me this track is just wayne kicking raps about his vices over a very smooth 
Lord, hold me in your hand sample. Uh, let's dive into that a little bit. To me, I, I like the pace of Wayne's flow. Those hi-hats is kind of just pushing the record forward. I love the hook. Uh, the soulfulness of the record really shines during the hook. Let's listen to that. But one thing I'll say about that record though is the energy that it gives you in the hook with that much soul is a little bit lacking during the verses. So like in an album full of what is it, 26 songs or 23 songs, it's easy for this kind of song to get lost in the shuffle. And in the streaming age, because the beat doesn't really hook you in, because it's kind of a simple loop during the, his verses. It's easy to kind of forget about this record, but enjoy it when it's on. And if there's one soulful record that I always go back to, it's Dope New Gospel. And to me, this one, the tempo and the bright energy gives me what I'm looking for that Demons doesn't. Um, the, the gospel samples from Marvin Samps uh, would have never made it. When on this record is cocky and humble When I think I'm bad like Michael It brings me back like Tito Let's listen in this record man uh strong bridge strong uh verse from wayne to me wayne's verse just kind of feels like he's unpacking and wayne actually has his ex-fiance uh navia apologies for uh if I'm saying her name wrong, but she's on the hook. So uh, strong flex from Wayne putting her on there. She's not even a great singer or anything like that, but it's just, you know, that's the baby mama ex-fiance. So that's your right to put her on the record. And my favorite bar from Wayne is I'm flexing muscles that you can't pull. You can't make a fist because I'm a handful. All right. The next couple of records I want to get into are beat flips on this album there's a couple like beat flips and both records do it very differently the first one we're going to dive into is track number four uproar if you hear it in the background and you feeling the vibe just go ahead and hit that harlem shake one time uh this beat is the special delivery beat and it's kind of updated from swiss beats with all the bells and whistles uh let's dive into that real quick what the fuck though? Damn. Where the love go? Oh. Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. Hey. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. Hey. You're a rough neck. Hey. I'm a cutthroat. <laughs> I, and what I find weird about Wayne rapping over this special delivery beat and like even like full on making the challenge and pushing it as a single is on one of the dedications, uh, Wayne has a song called Green Ranger, I believe. And it's him rapping over the special delivery beat. And he opens the song, his verse, by saying, I don't really like this shit, but I'm going to rap over it anyway. So I kind of find it funny that on the Carter Five, 
uh, Wayne comes out pocket to pay for the usage to use a special delivery beat and kind of uses it as a challenge to push the album sales. So, you know, full circle on that special delivery beat. It's such a good beat. Even Wayne knew when he said, I don't even like this beat, he knew he was bugging. (laughs) And the next record I want to get into is track number 13, Dope Niggas, featuring Snoop Dogg. This record right here was a complete different type of flip than Uproar. This one was like inspired by Explosive, snips it in in certain parts, but it's not like a full on the beat from Explosive. I'm a West Coast dude, so when I got to this one, I was really like vibes. To me, uh, this record is like a 2018 homage to Explosive. And then just Snoop being on the record too makes it feel so official. Let's dive into his verse with the uh, sample. See, I can get it to you anywhere, anything. But it's point blank range when a pistol thing. I mix it up, I fix it up, and I switched it up. I locked down this end and got it twisted up. See, I'm a dog, but I loke with my lokes. They say you all what you smoke. I grew up around dope niggas. Ooh, that flip is ill. Uh, I like I like Snoop on the record. That combo together gets a hundred percent head nod rate every time it comes on. I love that Snoop kind of brought back that laid back younger flow. Like you know he was rapping that style when Explosive was out. So shout out to Snoop for uh, bringing that to the record. And my favorite bar from this is a uh, and you gonna respect my mind and my sign and my emblem. You got money on your mind. We aiming at your Temple, uh, dope niggas, great record from Lil Wayne and Snoop. But I done lost the remote, all my niggas ballin'. Ties both the B-hole, I could change the world. I'd rather change the beast mode. Coke sniffers and dope stickers. And most niggas was both, nigga. Explode, nigga. Pop a motherfucking cork, nigga. To those niggas, cause life too fucking short, nigga. Get old, nigga. I ain't lying. Got a gold mirror just to see my. The next record I wanna dive into to me is like my favorite vibe record on the album. And the reason why I love this song so much and it's easy for me to vibe to it is that I just love Lil Wayne rapping over Manny Fresh beats. Uh, this record we have Ashanti, Mac Main. Let's hear Mac Main a little bit. Some badass bitches in the house tonight. We gonna start this shit off right. We got some badass bitches in the house. And look, Mac Main cool. You know, I could vibe to. He's not really doing much, but um, I would say this. I definitely would wish Manny Fresh was doing that part of the song. Manny Fresh for an old dude just brings that kind of young, bouncy energy to every record he comes on. So I wish he was doing that part. But hey. Ashanti's on this record and I gotta say man I'm very appreciative to have this Ashanti here because it makes me really feel like I'm back in the early 2000s and uh whenever you hear Ashanti doing this Just know she's very much in her 2003 bag, and and I fuck with that, okay? And uh, Manny Fresh and Wayne, to me, man, they're like Metro booming in future for the early 2000s. Uh, Wayne's rapping, so let's dive into that. 
They tryna press her power buttons Now baby make that ass clap like it's proud of me She said I will like ill with an apostrophe It's Lil Tunchy word around on the street That everything is working out like oblique They wanna see it obese You drive me crazy, you gon' crash the vert Get out my business, why you act like a clerk? I got a white girl She called me names like bastard and jerk That's when I send her ass back to the birds Man, this record just makes me feel good Makes me feel like I'm near the water Somebody give me a... A fruity drink with an umbrella in it Because I don't give a fuck That's how good this record makes me feel My favorite bar from Wayne is I'm a blow with some C notes And I'm getting more checks than the people <laughs> Word, word Wayne And uh, with that being said We're gonna bump a little bit And then we're gonna hop into my favorite feature of this album Leave your house haunted I ain't kidding, I ain't playing Fuck up your house party all right, Shante, we're going to play some more songs, but we're going to get into a different one. And this is the best feature on the album. I pretty much, if you've heard the album, you know what the best feature is. It hits you right away. Track number two is Don't Cry featuring Triple Extension. And man, I got to say, his vocals are just jam-packed with crazy emotions, man. He had me feeling shit that I didn't even know I felt. Here he comes. It's real cool hearing uh, X on the Carter 5 Because X is a guy that's clearly His music is very influenced by Wayne You could just tell he kind of grew up listening to Wayne And it's cool seeing him front and center on the Carter 5 It was kind of shocking to see him on there But at the same time, it made perfect sense And Wayne, my favorite bar on this record from him is But if heaven is as good as advertised I want triple extension in my motherfucking afterlife Rest in paradise uh, Let's listen to some of Wayne's rapping young me in New Orleans Tombstone reads Don't cry, stay tuned Bring me back to life Gotta lose a life just to have a life But if heaven's as good as advertised I want a triple extension On my motherfucking afterlife Rest in paradise shit's just emotional as fuck every time i hear it it's like the song itself is almost so emotional that i can't even like listen to this shit at certain times of the day like uh if i'm walking in the morning taking my dogs out for their morning piss i cannot start my day like this because it's too emotional but at night when i'm riding this record is crazy uh with that being said i think we kind of harbored on this record enough and let's dive into the next record. To me, this is the best rapping on the album from Wayne. And it's the last song on the album, track number 23, Let It All Work Out. It's cool that Wayne kind of ended his album with just, you know, bars and storytelling. And I'm just a sucker for bars over instrumentals like this. It's uh, Everything just feels more impactful when you rap them over keys. It's three long verses from Wayne. The main reason this song stands out is Wayne's last verse. He touches on his suicide attempt at 12. The story he tells is gripping. And the other two verses are just full of context. And um, I like the way that this ends the album. Let's listen into his verse. I found this letter you ain't finished writing It read, I'm sorry for even apologizing I 
tried Compromising and went kamikaze I found my mama's pistol where she always had it I cried, put it to my head and thought about it Nobody was home to stop me so I called my auntie Hung up, then put the gun up to my heart and ponder Too much was on my conscience to be smart about it Too torn apart about it, I ain't where my heart was pounding I shot it and I woke up with blood You know, I like the way like the, the song wraps together towards the end with the hook. And when you have an album that's 23 songs long, an hour and a half runtime, and you want to leave the listener with a strong impression at the end of the full listen, you end it with a verse like that. And when you get hit with a story that good, it almost gives you the energy to go back and give this 23 a whole nother run back. But those are kind of my standout records. Um, the, the Another one that bumps, it's Mona Lisa featuring Kendrick. But the reason I didn't dive into it on this pod is it's a storytelling record. So there wasn't really much there for me to kind of unpack. The, the story is what the story is. But I'll add this. Uh, Vlad interviewed one of Wayne's main side squeezes. And she's telling stories like whenever Wayne calls, she's about to dip. And whatever Wayne needs, she's going to do. But she still has her man. And when she gets a man, she lets her know when Wayne calls, she got to go. So that's pretty fucking crazy. Especially when you hear this song, you be like, damn, this shit. Wayne really got these girls out here ready to uh, set up the lick for him. So there's that. And one of the funny things I pulled from that song is on Kendrick's verse, when he's like rapping, he's losing it. His vocal tones is kind of cracking. And he's like, oh, you even have Wayne on the ringtone. And on the Vlad interview, she literally says her ringtone is Lil Wayne's lollipop. So she always knows when he calls when that song comes on. So small little detail there on that Kendrick verse that uh, is pulled from Truths. And I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I don't have any crazy negative thoughts on this album. I would say 23 songs long, an hour and a half runtime. I think this album should have maybe been marketed as a double album. I think mentally when you think of the album as a double album, it doesn't feel as long or as weighted down by extra tracks. This this album definitely could have had a couple tracks that were snipped out of there. Some tracks did sound dated, but that's what you would get when your last album was like a five-year gap or something like that between Carter 4 and Carter 5. And speaking about gaps, one gap that I was pretty disappointed in on this album was the rapping, man. I would say a lot of these songs kind of leaned on vibes. It leaned on the hook. And I just grew up listening to Wayne where the highlight of the record was Wayne because he was snapping. He was killing the flow. He was hitting you over the head with metaphors. And I would just say that was kind of lacking on this album. Uh, These songs are still good. They're playable. I'm going to bump them for, for a good minute. But that's been a transition for me as a Wayne fan where... You know, he's just a little older. He's been rapping a lot where it's just not as sharp as it used to be. And that's okay. Because one thing that Wayne did on this album that made me feel good was sonically, he was able to sound more mature, but 
maintaining the same Wayne that I've pretty much known my whole life. Uh, shout out the homie Jay Farrow. He had hit me up on Twitter and has said to him, this Carter Five is like Jay Z's four for four. Like it's a rapper that's maturing on record through an album. And at first I agree with that because just the sonics I walked away with this album from, the feeling I got from it was like, man, Wayne's more mature. But the more I sat with the album, the more, you know, I got familiar with it, the more I realized that Wayne's still Wayne. And that's what I appreciate from Wayne. He's still the same guy that coined the phrase bling bling. And it's pretty amazing that a, that a dude could pretty much be rapping for 20 years and kind of just always stay in his lane, stay in his pocket. Of course, yeah, he made a rock album. Yeah, he's just trying some auto-tuning. But for the most part, man, Wayne has always been money, bitches, tattoos, sports, and bars. Like, that's who Wayne is. And he's managed to stay that same guy throughout his whole rap career, whatever lens you throw it on. And that's pretty impressive. And that's the reason why... Wayne could have so many people that just copy his style because he's been serving this shit for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And this album, Carter Five, to me, it's not perfect, but it doesn't have to be. I like the direction that Wayne's music is taking. It kind of has a touch of nostalgia, but modern. He's doing a little bit of everything. It's a little slacking on the rapping. For a 23-song album, it's definitely missing a major hit. You know, every Wayne's album have had a major hit. I think this Carter 5 one doesn't really have any. The album doesn't have very high highs, but the album also doesn't have very low lows. I'm happy that Wayne's no longer like yelling young moolah baby over beats or delivering cringy I'm shitting on you on the toilet bathroom bars that he he leans on a lot uh it seems like he's back to writing he's not just like freestyling every everything he's doing so that's interesting and i give this album a very solid b minus i think it's just a good bump you can listen to it all the way through shuffle road trip this is probably the perfect album for a road trip if you just kind of want to set a vibe listen to some wayne but b minus uh, I'm happy to hear Wayne back. I'm happy to hear him a little bit more mature. And if you guys want to let us know how you feel about Lil Wayne, this Carter 5 album, you can let us know on Twitter at HHR underscore pod. We hashtag team follow back over here. So if you fuck with us, yes, we fuck with you. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you find your podcast at. If you listen to us on iTunes, please drop a review. It really helps us out, helps us grow. And that's about it. Thank you all for listening. Stay blessed.